Hello there, and welcome to Monday Motivation with me, Stuart Walvon. Every Monday I am reading a chapter from a personal development book which is in the public domain. I'm also reading it for the first time, so we are sharing the experience together. And I may also cock up on the odd word, especially since this book, Light on Life's Difficulties by James Allen, was written in 1912, so some of the words aren't in popular usage anymore. But also, I may have never had to say these words out loud. I may have read them before, but never had to pronounce them out loud. So sometimes I may get a word pronounced wrong. Generally speaking, though, I do try and look them up nowadays on Google for pronunciation, if it really is one that I have no idea how to pronounce. But sometimes I think I know how to say it and I might get it wrong. But anyway, if this is your first time coming to this podcast, I suggest you go back and listen to chapter one, because today we're on chapter four, Light on Values, Spiritual and Material. It is an old-time axiom that everything has its price. Everybody knows this commercially, but how few know it spiritually? Business consists of a mutual interchange of equitable values. The customer gives money and receives goods, and the merchant gives goods and receives money. This method is universal and is regarded by all as just. In spiritual things, the method is the same, but the form of interchange is different. For material things, a material thing is given in exchange. Now these two forms of exchange cannot be transposed. They are of reverse natures and remain eternally separate. Thus a man may bring money to a shop and ask for food, or clothing, or literature, and he will receive goods to the value of his money. But if he were to take a dollar to a teacher of truth, and ask to be supplied with a dollar's worth of religion, or righteousness, or wisdom, he would be told that those things cannot be purchased with money, that their spiritual nature excludes them from business transactions. The wise teacher, however, would also tell him that these spiritual necessities must be purchased. Though money cannot buy them, they have their price, and something must be parted with before they can be received. In a word, instead of offering money, he must offer up self or selfishness. For so much selfishness given up, so much religion, righteousness and wisdom would be immediately received, without fail and with perfect equity. For if a man is sure of receiving perishable food and clothing for the money he puts down, how much surely will he receive the imperishable spiritual sustenance and protection for the selfishness which he lays down? Shall the law operate in the lesser and fail in the greater? Man may fail to observe the law, but the law is infallible. A man may love his money, but he must part with it before he can receive the material comforts of life. Likewise, a man may love his selfish gratifications, but he must give them up before he can receive the spiritual comforts of religion. Now when a tradesman gives goods for money, it is not that he may keep the money, but that he may give it in exchange for other goods. The primary function of business is not to enable everybody to hoard up money, but to facilitate the interchange of commodities. The miser is the greatest of all failures, and he may die of starvation and exposure while being a millionaire, because he is a worshipper of the letter of money and an ignorer of its spirit. 
the spirit of mutual interchange. Money is a means, not an end. Its exchange is a sign that goods are being justly given and received. Thus, commerce, with all its innumerable ramifications of detail, is reducible to one primary principle, namely, mutual interchange of the material necessities of life. Now let us follow this principle into the spiritual sphere and trace there its operation. When a spiritual man gives spiritual things, kindness, sympathy, love, and receives happiness in return, it is not that he may hoard and hug to himself that happiness, but that he may give it to others, and so receive back spiritual things. The primary function of spirituality is not to hoard up personal pleasure, but to render actual the interchange of spiritual blessings. The most selfish man, he whose chief object is the getting of happiness for himself, is a spiritual miser. His mind may perish of spiritual destitution, though he be surrounded with the objects which he has obtained to pander to his pleasure, because he is worshipping the letter of happiness and is ignoring its spirit, the spirit of unselfish interchange. The object of selfishness is the getting of personal pleasure or happiness. The object of religion is the diffusion of virtue. Thus religion, with all its innumerable creeds, may be resolved into one primary principle, namely, mutual interchange of spiritual blessings. What then are the spiritual blessings? They are kindness, brotherliness, goodwill, sympathy, forbearance, patience, trustfulness, peacefulness, love unending and compassion unlimited. These blessings, these necessities for the starving spirit of man can be obtained, but their price must be paid. Unkindness, uncharitableness, ill-will, hardness, ill-temper, impatience, suspicion, strife, hatred and cruelty. All these, along with the happiness, the personal satisfaction which they give, must be yielded up. These spiritual coins, dead in themselves, must be parted with, and when parted with, they will be immediately received their spiritual counterparts, the living and imperishable blessings to which they are means and of which they are a sign. To conclude, when a man gives money to a merchant and receives goods in return, he does not wish to have his money again. He has willingly parted with it forever and is satisfied with the exchange. So, when a man gives up unrighteousness in exchange for righteousness, he does not wish to have his selfish pleasures back again. He has given them up forever, and is satisfied and at peace. Thus also, when one bestows a gift, even though it be a material gift, he does not look for the receiver to send him back its value in money, because it is a spiritual deed and not a business transaction. The material thing thus represents the interchange of spiritual blessings and its accompanying bliss, the bliss of a gift bestowed and that of a gift received. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? Everything in the universe, every object and every thought, is valued. Material things have a material value. Spiritual things have a spiritual value and to confound these values is not wise. 
To seek to purchase spiritual blessings with money or material luxuries with virtue is the way of selfishness and folly. It is to confound barter with religion and to make a religion of barter. Sympathy, kindness, love cannot be bought and sold. They can only be given and received. When a gift is paid for, it ceases to be a gift. Because everything has a value, that which is freely given is gained with accumulation. He who gives up the lesser happiness of selfishness gains the greater happiness of unselfishness. The universe is just, and its justice is so perfect that he who has once perceived it can no more doubt or be afraid. He can only wonder and be glad. Okay, there we have it, the end of chapter four. What did you think to that one? Love to get some feedback on some of these episodes. I don't know how you do that, to be fair. I know there's polls, and I think there's a place to leave comments. Certainly on Spotify, where I'm uploading my podcast to initially, and then it's shared out to the other platforms. I'm not a technophobe, but I'm not an expert on a lot of these platforms either. So I don't know if you can leave comments on every platform, but I do know that there is a comments box on Spotify. My thoughts on it, it, which came up as I was reading that, that last section about gift giving, especially at this time of year, as this episode will be coming out either just before Christmas or Christmas week, made me think of how, certainly with some people, how you go through the process of giving a gift as more of an obligation than an actual gift. Different if you've got kids, I'm sure, but I've noticed uh, with certain people, this is people I know or have listened to, so it's not the people that I'm on about that I've had gifts from or give gifts to necessarily. Although I'm not necessarily ruling that out either. <laughs> but it's almost... If you think, if you've ever watched The Big Bang Theory, Sheldon, when he does gift giving, it's got to be of the same amount, which takes out the kind of idea of gift giving if you go with what this chapter says and my own personal beliefs on it, you know, the monetary value is not why I give gifts. And I'm sure you're the same. You want to give somebody something that lights them up when they receive it. That's what I believe the idea behind gift giving should be about. So that was a thought that came up for me towards the end of that about gifts. Well, the main point of this chapter, I guess, is more about that... He's given the analogy that if you want to develop yourself spiritually, there is a price. And the things that you've got to give up are essentially all ego-based, aren't they? What's in it for me? Uh, primitive drives, animal drives, things that you want just for you. And that when you do give them up, the spiritual reward will be worth it. And one more thought that came up as I was reading, I think it was closer to the beginning, was that that exchange for, you know, um, purchasing something material, that the purchaser is usually happy. Maybe things have changed a little bit since 1912. Maybe there weren't as many 
charlatans around back then. People trying to rip you off. I'm sure they were, though, but... I guess I'm also thinking about um, recent Black Friday offers. I'm sure there are some good offers out there. Maybe it's more of an American thing, because we see the fighting <laughs> that happens in certain shops when the doors open. But I know from looking at a few things from a certain online store that was a Black Friday deal. And it was interesting because I'd purchased the same item only at the start of October. Now, in October, I paid $9.99 for this item. Black Friday deal for exactly the same item was reduced from, I think it was $16.95 to $11.95. So it's still a couple of quid more than what I'd paid for it at the start of October. So that's one example of the many things that if you were to look into it on these stores online that the price hike and then the offers put on and you're either not saving anything or as in this case the price has actually gone up. So that was a thought that came up to me about the fair exchange of money for material goods. As this chapter was about spiritual and material, I think the big takeaway which was interesting is the, if you want to develop yourself on your spiritual journey, you are going to have to give up some things. But the reward in return should be worthwhile. Looking at other stuff that I've read recently, David Hawkins, the Book of Wisdom, it's interesting that we're still coming from a place of ego, even on our spiritual journey. Because the ego's going, oh, if I give that up, then I'll get this spiritual marvel, which is still the ego receiving. And as I said from other things I've read, that ego kind of gets lesser and lesser as you develop and evolve spiritually. But until you get there, I suppose you're just going to have to come from a place of ego and give up the animal drives of the ego and its wants, gain more power, more sex, more money. If you're on that path, of course, there's nothing wrong with having money, certainly nothing wrong with sex. But some of these things you will have to let go of if you want to develop spiritually. Anyway, I think that's enough waffle from me on this chapter. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it to make you think and keep you motivated and maybe bring about some positive change in your life. If you did enjoy it and you've not subscribed to my podcast yet, subscribe now. I hope you'll join me next Monday for Chapter 5. Have a good week and bye for now.